everyone, and welcome to episode 154 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yeah, hello. Uh, there's already weird stuff going on with Zencaster. Uh, anyways, there might be some technical difficulties this episode because I was told by the thing we use that there's a new recording method and it's probably going to fuck up. So we'll see how that goes. Um, like right now for me, there is a weird blinking line through the stop recording button as if I'm supposed to be able to type there. Oh, weird. <laughs> oh, you froze for sure. Are you still oh, there? I am here. Okay, thank God. I'm just going to not pay attention to it anymore. And well, if it breaks, it breaks. Am I still frozen? No, you were for a second. Oh, and okay. it freaked me out. I didn't okay. know if you were still there, if you were okay, stuck in the void. Um, this week, uh, I think there was not a lot of news for normal humans, uh, cause last week, you know, a lot of stuff happened with the PlayStation action. Well, and also we're talking about like five days. Well, still, but I mean, does nothing comes out on Saturday and Sunday usually. So that doesn't even really count. Uh, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, but the one and only thing that matters, Matt, is I was fucking right. Toby Fox did a six year anniversary stream of Undertale. And I said, why would you do this? Why would you go through making this weird set? And why would you stream through Undertale and Deltarune unless you were going to announce Deltarune chapter two? And my man did that. He just said at the end of the stream, oh, hey, by the way, chapter two of Deltarune comes out at 8 p.m. EST on 917, which is today. And then I played through Deltarune chapter one again, and it's still fucking magical. I can't wait because now this is not just him. He has a team working with him. The fucking cliffhanger at the end of chapter one is buck wild still. <gasps> this is free, right? Uh, in theory, yeah. What do you mean in theory? I don't know if it is or not. Oh, OK. He hasn't announced. Yeah, I mean, it, I just know that it comes out at 8 p.m. EST. Sure. Chapter one was free for sure. And then he made it seem like he was going to charge for the rest of it. But it seems like it's still not going to be on Steam. It is uh, just going to be a program you download. But I don't know if you have to Mm. give him cash or whatever. And the first one is still hilarious to me because he put it out as a program called Survey Program. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you were like, no one was allowed to talk about it for 24 hours or whatever which I think is the same thing with this one. I don't know. But I, as soon as we're done with this podcast and I put it up, I can't go on the internet and I have to just play it until it's over because someone will spoil it for me and then I will be yeah, so but, angry. Yeah, but they're not allowed to talk about it for 24 hours. Yeah, I know. They're the internet was, pro- they were pretty good about it for the first time because I didn't get to play it for like a week until after it came out. Mm. Um, but this one, I'll be right there. Minutes in, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, hours in, whatever. I'm not going to look at the internet. I won't go on Twitter. I'm just going to be like, oh, my God, let me download that shit. Oh, it's so exciting. I can't believe it. It's he he is the only person I know who could do that and just be like, yeah, it's coming out. No advertising, no anything. And people would still fucking lose their goddamn minds. Like I saw the tweet and I thought it was fake. That was right. Three minutes in and it shit mm-hmm. the bed. But uh, anyways, yeah, I. I am so glad that I will be able to play this game. I just think it's so funny that Toby Fox is one of the only people who could just be like, it's out in two days with no marketing, no anything and just put it out there. Which it also helps if he's not charging anything, then like, 
I, uh, I mean, even if he was, I bet it would be like the number oh, yeah. one bestseller on Steam, but he's it's not on Steam. Deltarune Chapter 1 isn't either, which is weird because it's on Switch and PS4. Oh, oh it is? It, for free, yeah. It will not be... Like, the, the PC version of Chapter 2 will be out, I'm sure, months and months before the PS4 and Switch sure. versions are, like, the first time. But, yeah, I thought that was cool, and I'm very excited. And just under two hours from now, so... Yeah, two and a half. Or uh, one and a half. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, you said on here there's new Jackbox coming out October 14th. Mm-hmm. I got the email. Excellent. I didn't Dude. look into any of it. Okay, yeah. well, I don't know anything <laughs> about it either. Uh, I did, however, see that Battlefield 2042 was delayed. Mm-hmm. EA's stock took a plunge on that. Uh, it was a wild plunge, and then it went right back up afterwards because stockholders are dumb as fuck. Um, and then they changed the date of the beta to be the day Metroid Dread comes out. So uh, There's not a lot of overlap with that. Though. I don't know about that. I would assume there is a lot of overlap no. in anyone who likes video games at all. No, I mean, like, Battlefield's such a specific fan base. 2042 is basically that it's i don't know it's future warfare people love the future people I, love samus i think you're i mean there is definitely overlap but i don't think there's like a ton of overlap i also think no one cares about battlefield 2042 uh, that is probably accurate as well um so yeah there's that destroy all humans 2 is getting a remake oh not a remake i put remake but it's actually just or is it the remake it is a remake yeah, what is it called? Re, re something. I don't know, but it is it is a remake of Destroy All Humans two, and it looks like a full ish remake because it looks yes. way better than Destroy All Humans two did, which was a PS two game. Uh, yeah, and that's you know I think that's a THQ Nordic joint, right? Yes. Interesting. T- uh, now it's gonna bother me. Because oh, because they, they're embracer group now reprobed repro oh fuck get probed again mm-hmm. and Jesus. then there was a 1969 or a 69 joke at the end that makes trailer. sense that game has very juvenile humor yes those games my brother played those on ps2 he rented them they are something else uh, and then to pad out the news here, I put stuff I care about on here. Mm-hmm. The new Switch firmware, you can fucking pair Bluetooth headphones to that shit. You know what's upsetting? What? That you couldn't do this before. No, but you know, see, people keep saying this and people are like, it's about time. You can't fucking do that to the Xbox or the PlayStation either. Wait. You can do the PlayStation. The PlayStation I do has not, Bluetooth I, capabilities. It has Bluetooth capabilities. I do not think that you can directly pair headphones unless they are Sony's Bluetooth headphones. Well, I was going to say, I know, because like you are, you have Bluetooth headphones that you're wearing that are Sony. Well, they are. They use a dongle. They don't pair directly to anything. I have to plug in a USB dongle. See, I used to, uh, back in the PS3 era, I used to have like a Bluetooth head, like, Oh, maybe you can then. On my PS3, I could. I don't know, but I I don't think you can on Xbox, though. But I don't know. I I have no reason. I don't really like headphones. So, like, I I love headphones all day, every day. I would much rather have them. Than, like, earbuds? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I I prefer the earbuds. Just because I care about sound, and earbuds usually have bad sound. Unless they are, like, way too expensive. 
Mm, that's probably that's I do buy like higher end, like forty, fifty dollars Sony ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like if I ended up buying earbuds now, I would buy the like two hundred dollars Samsung uh, equivalent of AirPods, I think. But uh, I have very good headphones. These are not them, but the right. ones I have are acoustic. So the sides are open. So the sound comes out of them, which is not good when you're recording a podcast right next to your mm. mic because you do not want your voice to right. reverberate back out of the headphones. Uh, I have been thinking about getting a uh, a sound bar, but oh, I, yeah. I wouldn't want to get like uh, headphones. Cause... No, yeah, uh, sound bars would be good because mm-hmm. uh, people don't realize it, but the speakers that are in like every modern day TV are very bad, oh, and they're yeah, yeah. they're usually on the back too. So it's just like the worst of all worlds. But that's what everyone is like. So there's just like you just don't think about it at a certain point because you're like oh it's fine but then you get a sound bar and you're like whoa this is way better and i can blow my house up with it yeah i i played <laughs> at my grandma's and she has a sound bar i played yeah. xbox and i was playing assassin's creed and i was just like oh my god the, yeah just the sound <laughs> of like the horse riding i was like yes. i need to get a sound bar but yeah everything sounds way better and like you don't think about it until you hear better sound and you're yes. like oh yes my tv speakers are terrible mm-hmm. and it's because they spend like four dollars on them to put them in these tvs but which in fairness like you don't for the average human being does not care enough. Oh, it does not care. But also most people get a sound bar. I think it's just, mm-hmm. I have never gotten a sound bar. I don't know. Yeah. And I've been just kind of rewiring my entire apartment. So now I'm like, I think I'm going to actually look into a sound bar, but yeah. Um, so that's cool for the switch Bluetooth headphone capabilities. Uh, and then another thing that I thought was weird was the firmware updated so that you will be able to plug an ethernet into the OLED switch dock and update the firmware on that. And I am not clear if the firmware on the dock updates now, like through wireless. Like, I don't know that the dock has firmware in it, but I guess I did not confirm that. So I don't really know. I assume the dock was just plastic. I mean, it has chips and stuff in there. Oh, does it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, But a very small amount. So, right, right. You know, so I don't know if that matters or not. But anyways, the the OLED switch dock does have an Ethernet port. So that's that's cool. And I put this one here as well. The PS5 has new firmware and it still sucks. Let me tell you a fun story about every time I turn my fucking PS5 on now. I got the PS4 version of Tales of Arise because I pre-ordered it like four years ago and I it would have been more of a hassle to cancel it and order the PS5 version because mm-hmm. Amazon never ships me PS5 games as is evidenced by Deathloop, where it was the day of release. And they said, I don't know when we're going to ship this. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? And I messaged Amazon and they said, well, it's sold out now. And I was like, yeah, but what about five months ago when I bought it? And they said, well, I don't know. It's a first come first serve basis. And I was like, <laughs> and then the person said to me, the people who ordered it today would get it. And I would not. And I was like, is this a prank? And then I just canceled it and went to Best Buy. Wow. But uh so anyways i got the ps4 version of tales of arise you put it in the link to download the ps5 version is right there i download it i play the ps5 version now literally every time my ps5 wakes up it tries to copy the ps4 version off the disc and start installing two ps4 patches Mm. according to sony this problem was solved in the february firmware update oh that's good 
I'm glad so they got on that. It literally, I can't make it stop happening. So I think I'm just going to have to let the PS4 version fully install and just keep it there. So it's less annoying. But now I was like, oh, maybe this new firmware will fix it. But now it's extra hilarious because they, before you would have to like, every version of a game would be under one square mm-hmm. on the XMB. Now they're separate. So I'll boot up the PS5. It'll be the first thing will be the PS5 version of Tales of Arise. And then all of a sudden, what's that? The PS4 version of Arise is appearing. And so now it just has a second thing that pops up. And I'm just like, oh my fucking God. Guys, how is the how how does the Xbox have this so figured out? And I can't <laughs> even keep this fucking disc in here without you repeatedly trying to install it against my will. Like I have canceled it. I've told it to pause the downloads. I've done everything I can possibly think of. And according to them, it should not be a problem. Like it just should not happen anymore. So I I have no clue. I have no idea. I think the Xbox, they just kind of like it. They don't have them separate platforms and it's just one platform and that's how they get away with it. Well, but they do have that. But the Xbox with smart delivery, it also recognizes what version of the game you should have. Whereas the PS5 has no clue what it is, apparently. (laughs) And so, like, it's just annoying because it's like the PS5 version of this game is half the size. Like, I don't want to have to install this, like, almost double the size thing that I don't need because I'm not going to fucking play the inferior version, whatever. And moral of the story is I should have just bought the PS5 disc. I I don't know. (laughs) Even though I probably would somehow still have the same problem. Like, I would install the PS5 version. I'd be like, you want to download the PS4 version every time you turn? I don't know. It's fucking weird. Now, those are two different launches, right? Yes. Do they have separate, like, trophy lists? uh some games do so i would guess i didn't look though i was just kind of wondering if you really wanted to like get trophies in the ps5 version and then just get trophies in the ps4 version yeah i you may be able to do that a lot of games do have that um but i because it's like a brand new game and they both released at the same time i don't know if that's the case Hmm. usually it's like if you get a free upgrade right or an upgrade at all um it does some other weird things like when you push the playstation button there's like a list of like 400 icons that no one gives a shit about and you can rearrange those and delete ones you don't want to be on there so you can like make it faster to shut off and things like that um i i do think the addition of having the different uh squares for every version of a game is good because like it would get really annoying like with guilty gear it would combine the beta launcher the digital ps5 version and the digital ps4 version into one launcher and so it's just annoying because you'd have to go like into the thing and change the setting now they're all separate which like makes more sense and it marks if they're ps4 or ps5 i don't know Mm -hmm. why it wasn't like that before um and there were a couple other things that didn't really apply to me but they made it seem like it was like a much bigger firmware update like but it it didn't change too much in my opinion um I don't know. It's it's getting there. It's getting there. They're they're trying their best. It's in beta status. It's just like the fact that literally every time I turn my PS5 on and (laughs) it starts that download, I'm just like, man, what? What? And it at least it doesn't do the thing anymore where it spins up the disc every 30 minutes to check if it's still in there, even if you're not playing that disc. 
Mm. Like I would be playing the digital version of Disco Elysium and the disc I had in there would spin up every 30 minutes. Oh, weird. Because uh, if I was like playing anything else, it was so weird. So they stopped that and it only does it when you first turn on the system to check a disc in the drive now. But mm. so I just started taking the discs out when I was playing digital games because it was just like, I this is loud. I don't want this to. How long would it go for? Uh, it depended on what it was trying to do. I guess I sometimes oh. it would go for minutes mm. and it was, just, it's just like fucking sounds like it's like spinning up the disc to shoot it out and chop off my head. See, I don't, the Xbox that doesn't happen a lot, but like it pretty much just like pulls the data from the disc. And I don't think it like ever reads the disc after that. Yes. It only reads it to check that it is in there. If you have the disc right. version, which the PS five should be doing that as well, which is mm-hmm. why it was so fucking mm-hmm. stupid. And it was so stupid. It would even check when you weren't playing the game from the disc. Like, Oh, it makes no sense. Like, yeah, I'm playing disco Elysium and I have the PS four version of like 13 Sentinels in there. And it's like, why is it spinning up? We're not even playing 13 Sentinels. It would make sense if they like checking it at launch, like when you launch it. Yes, it, I get and it. And then you never that. check again. I uh, am. I get you. And mm-hmm. if, I, <laughs> if I was there, I would have said, hey, guys, maybe we should make that happen. Uh, which that's how it happens now. But it's just yeah, like the yeah. fact that it wasn't like that for like almost a year is baffling. Well, it's just putting unnecessary use on the... Yeah, it's putting unnecessary use on the fucking disk drive. drive. So, whatever. And then people would just be like, well, if you had the digital version, you wouldn't have that problem. (laughs) And it's like, oh, yeah, cool. How about fuck yourself? Uh, Anyways, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid somehow, some way, continues to thrive and exist. They announced season four. And my boy... My boy, Johnny Young Bosch, famous anime voice actor. He was Adam in uh, season two of Power Rangers. He was the black ninja ranger in the Ivanus film. He is the first character of uh, season four. And I love it because Johnny Young Bosch voiced Yun in Street Fighter four. And just like the guy who voiced Virgil uh, playing a character that is like Virgil, Adam, his character in this is basically Yun, and he does like fucking shadow clone jutsu and he says shit that Yun would say. And I love it. He looks so sick. Uh, Then there is two other characters coming in the next two months. Uh, One of them is Poisandra, which is a popular uh, evil monster character. And then Rita Repulsa finally making it in. She's coming as the third character. Uh, which is kind of sad because her voice actors died um, oh. a handful of years ago. And now that they have voices, it's that's a bummer. But right. I do think it's great that they got Johnny Young Bosch's likeness because he did play that character in Power Rangers and his voice. Uh, so they're killing it out there with that. Um, and it just looks it's just Marvel. And like, I don't right, know, right. that's so cool that they keep making it. Um, and on a sim in a similar vein, Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl reminds me of Battle for the Grid in that it is launching without voices of any kind, which I oh, which weird. I which I assume is because of Nickelodeon and like some kind of like licensing or whatever. Right. Uh, in an interview, though, they did say that like Battle for the Grid, they would probably add voices later. So I assume it's a thing where Nickelodeon saw that it's like popular on the internet. And if it sells well, they'll be like, Oh yeah, you can have SpongeBob's voice. 
mm-hmm. or voice clips or whatever. So we'll see. That's cool. Um, they did announce that it will have 20 characters at launch, which with all the leaked characters would mean there is only one that is not revealed and it hey will Arnold. not be. Hey Arnold. Uh, apparently it's <laughs> another avatar character, Toph, mm-hmm. which to be honest, I would rather have Toph than Hey Arnold in the sure. game. Uh, but there will also be two more characters that will be free DLC close to after launch. So it just must mean they weren't ready. Um, they So no one knows who those characters are, but they did confirm that there will be paid DLC past that. Mm. So uh, all your favorites, I'm sure Timmy Turner, Rocco, anyone you can think of. Hey, Arnold, mm-hmm. uh, they will be paid DLC. And so I do, I do hope that it has a similar thing to Battle for the Grid, where like it's a really low budget game that people put a lot of love into. So it ends up selling way more than expected for being like a a weird budget sure. game of the same type. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So that, that in theory, that should be coming out very soon. I They have still not announced a release date for it, but it definitely will be out within the next month or so, I think. So, yeah, yeah I am looking forward to that. And they keep doing more and more interviews. The fact that it has rollback net code and you can wave dash like in Melee is just <laughs> something else uh and they keep putting out like really in-depth character videos showing off like each one of their moves and stuff like that and i think it's really interesting like uh i watched one the other day of sandy oh yeah yeah that's <laughs> um so that would that was really fun anything uh, interesting with sandy no and all her moves were just kind of lame they're like this move is called uppercut and i was like oh boy you guys oh. did not try on that one uh, but then, like, yeah, SpongeBob and Patrick were all like very unique references and stuff, right, and right. their their taunts are as well. So, I don't know. I I am curious to play that game. Uh, it should be fun. I wonder how much like single player content is because it looks like they're really focusing on like more the balance for multiplayer stuff. So I don't. Know I mean, that like that really is not happen. a game to play by yourself. Well, I mean, Smash is. There's so much single player content in Smash. Yeah, but Smash is also made by like. Uh, 800 people. people yeah yeah i which i get you and like battle for the grid didn't really have anything they patched in their story mode later right, right. so you know i assume this will have a similar trajectory especially if it is successful i mean like a fighting game like prioritize the multiplayer that's all I'm saying. yeah definitely mm-hmm. i mean like mortal Kombat and smash have a big enough audience that they can afford financially afford to do that hey people love nickelodeon all right it's not gonna sell <laughs> remotely close no it'd be funny if it did though number, uh, that would be a number, number one selling game on the switch that would be amazing number one selling game on steam make it happen everybody <laughs> every nickelodeon character ever steve just came back from blues clues put steve in there oh yeah yeah i did see that put him put him in there steve enters the fray you know, returns from college he's gonna kick your ass with his knowledge <laughs> I don't know. Sure. So yeah, I just put a bunch of dumb bullshit in here that I was yeah, excited yeah. about, but that's cool, you know. Yeah. It, it was a quieter week. It was, yeah. Like I mean, a lot of stuff happened last week, so kind of yeah, makes yeah. sense for the and Tokyo Game Show is coming up uh, next week. Yeah, I think I was, and I saw Microsoft's gonna be at that again. So oh, sorry, there was one more news thing. Sega can go fuck themselves. They uh, they were teasing that they were making a new JRPG, and then they were like, it's a phone game. And everyone got <laughs> so mad. That's funny, though. Yeah. I, oh, God. So fucked up. 
because they were like, yeah, we're debuting it at TGS. You guys are excited. And then they're like, just so you know, it's a phone game. I was like, <laughs> oh, my fucking God. That's funny, though. Oh, and Wipeout uh, is going to be a phone game. The like futuristic racing game that used to be on mm-hmm. PlayStation consoles. People were always like, I want another Wipeout game. I would love to play it. And now it's a monkey paw situation where we get that. But it is a fucking mobile game that uses cards somehow. It's a fucking racing game. Don't you have phones? Cards? Don't you guys have phones? <laughs> They're killing Wipeout. How could they do this? In fairness, Wipeout was already dead. So Yeah, but it shouldn't have been. Nothing has replaced it. F-Zero just... doesn't exist anymore. They uh, put a bullet right in Captain Falcon's face. What was that game that came out earlier this year? Destruction All-Stars? Oh, yeah, that's nothing like Wipeout, though. It's a racing game. It is a racing, but it's not the same. The, it's the, the same co- thing. The closest thing was a Switch launch game called, like, Fast Racing RX. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, God damn it. Bring back either one of those. Oh, sorry, don't uh, cancel the new Wipeout and bring back a real one. That's what I mean to say. <laughs> I guess you can still have it use cards if you really want. Eight. I don't understand. What, I don't understand what that means in the context of a fucking racing game. But I mean, the cars are collectible cards. I maybe? guess, or you, you get power ups and then you play them from your hand while you're racing. I don't fucking know, dude. I didn't watch the trailer. I just got so mad that I said I can't support this. The shit out of here. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> So that'll have us transition into what we've been playing, which I flipped from last week and I played so much video games this week, which you 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 were in withdrawal and then you just you, you had to go crazy this week. I did uh, where I just kind of I finished up Prince of Persia. All right. Top notch experience all the way through, I assume. It was all right. It's it was fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, it, it, it took about 10 hours for me to finally start like understanding the combat. Mm-hmm. So like I, I had a better time later on because of that. <laughs> and, and I did hit a, hit a point where I was like, well, I'm just going to run around as much as I can and collect as many of these orbs mm, the before orbs. I really kind of wrap it up i didn't collect all the orbs someone we know has collected all the orbs is it scott it is (laughs) his save got corrupted and then he downloaded a save that had the same amount of orbs he had oh wow and yeah he's a psycho that's okay i (laughs) wouldn't have done that no but he did he was like i got so far i have to complete this challenge hmm I also got the trophy for like beating it under 12 hours and I definitely did not beat it under 12 hours. So hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're a professional that... speed runner now. Matt. Sure. Sure. Uh, so, but yep, I finished that up um, and I'm making my, I finished up brotherhood as well. Oh, as we okay. Talked I talked about that last week though, right? You did. Yes. And I'm just kind of cleaning it up. Yeah, I, I will say I didn't plan on collecting all of the flags. I but, collected all the flags. Um, it's one of those things where like I have so much money, so I just bought everything. 
And then some of them are just like, like now it kind of shows where the flags are. So now I've been just kind of like, as I'm going from point A to point B, just kind of picking up flags. And now I have like 60 or 70 of the flags. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll just collect them all because who knows? Like, maybe I won't understand what happens in Revelations unless I get all those flags, you know? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, definitely. I mean, I get you. I'll be just completely lost. If You'll I be completely. There'd those. be no way to find that information. No, quickly <laughs> and have it summed up in a minute and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Getting all those flags will do absolutely nothing. I'm aware of this. Yeah, but I will get a, an achievement, and that is true. I mean, I'm the person who does the same thing. It's like, mm. oh, to get this final eight second cutscene in Kingdom Hearts, you have to do literally everything in the game, and that'll take you an additional f- 60 hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm the psycho who does it and won't look it up on YouTube. So, like, you know. I did look it up on YouTube for uh, Arkham Knight. Oh, well, yeah, we talked about that. Yes, uh, yeah, yes. that's a, for true psychos. <laughs> uh, but this, like, I if I do kind of collect everything, I, I think I might do what I did with Syndicate where i just take my time with it and like now i'll just kind of like come back to it like maybe an hour every few weeks and just play a little bit here a little bit there and then just take a break and stuff Mm -hmm. uh and lastly i'm not playing this but i'm watching like a youtube quote-unquote movie of it oh boy what is this uh, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, for fuck's sake. Because, <laughs> like, I'm just curious about the entire franchise. And, like, I'm never going to have the patience to play that game. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm only I'm two hours into it, which is about halfway through the game. And, like, I'm kind of intrigued by it. Now. Is it the cinematics from the original version of yes. one? Okay, it's not Twin it's Snakes. It's not Twin Snakes. What the fuck? That'd be a I don't know how anybody... Experience. I don't know how anybody could be like oh twin stakes is too anime because like this is pretty anime with a lot of the stuff no i know i just i just wondered because twin snakes would be like more viewable than snakes like three pixel face original it's rough it's very interesting but like also like because i played four i'm like oh i know who meryl is i know like this character you do know who meryl is uh in like octo octagon octagon Otacon. 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 And then I find out like where that name comes from. Yes, because he's an otaku. Yes, he's... And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I'm actually... It's just a fascinating game. Well, the first one I think is more fascinating than the rest of them because like... I mean, I guess you have some of the context of having played part of 4, but like... There is no way that you can understand that it will get to where four is from that first one like i i think the first one is more just like even though it does have some kind of like strange supernatural stuff in it it is more just like a it's a sneaking mission i don't know like it's 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 more intrigue whereas then like two just goes off the rails right away i i can't even imagine because like i feel like one has been off the rails the almost the entire time yeah i mean i guess my tolerance for that is just very high because i watch a lot of anime and like a lot of sci-fi stuff like that but no two is fucking insane i mean like when the dude is a literal vampire man and you're like what the fuck the dude is like a fat ass man on rollerblades okay in in three the guy controls bees you're like what is going on what is why because like there's a vampire in four, there it's the same one as two. Okay, yeah, isn't his name like Vamp or something? It is Vamp. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, he nano machines. The one that made me laugh really hard was Revolver. 
the revolver ocelot and then he was like you want to know why i'm called a revolver and it's like is it because you carry a revolver yeah <laughs> uh, and it pretty much is yeah but i got to the part where uh psycho mantis so like is oh, now dead yes and he's like i heard you like to play castlevania and you're mm-hmm. like what you can know you can see my memory card this mm. is fucking crazy <laughs> And Twin Snakes, he would be like, you like Super Smash Brothers Melee? And I'd be like, I sure do, Psycho Mantis. Thanks, bro. <laughs> uh, so. so fucking weird. And you have to change the controller port to uh-huh. beat him. And the PS3 Psycho Mantis fight and the Metal wait. Gear Solid 4. Wait, wait, he's not dead? Well, it's not like actually Psycho Mantis in 4, I don't think. Oh, okay. Uh, but you have to like do the thing where you hold it and change the controller you are using. Mm. Like, because you know how you just like say like, oh, this is controller 2 now. Right, right. You have to do that for that fight. And so that's weird. See, the the watch, the playthrough I'm watching, I think they played it on their PS3. Because mm. they went into the menu. And oh, okay. Cool, two. cool. So, yeah. I t- there are so many weird things. And like, I just remember like, they would have to print the some of the codec numbers on the rental boxes because like <laughs> other because they were in the manual and there's no sure. other way you would know them so they would just like print codecs you needed to know on the outside of like the hollywood video box oh, and that was weird i'm just trying to think of the weird shit like i remember in twin snakes the doctor calls you and is like oh snake your muscles are like really tense they need a massage and then it makes the controller vibrate and they like want you to like put it on your muscle and it's like dude kojima is a true weirdo this shit's so bizarre <laughs> it is also like got some weirdly sexist comments oh my god the first one especially like what and then he's like spying on meryl in the back yeah, yeah. it's yes it's very weird uh, yeah but i mean that hasn't changed either oh no nope it's, it's fucking death stranding is that, yeah full of that shit metal gear solid 4 is the most egregious of all of that i thought shit. 5 was the one with the. Uh... oh f- you're right 5 yes 5 is quiet sorry mm-hmm. my brain yeah. that she has to be naked mostly <laughs> because she breathes through her skin fuck off kojima you are an idiot and it's I, annoying because I think the rest of her, the actual other part of her story is like reasonably compelling. And then the, he did that. And I was just like, oh, come on, dude. What the fuck? It's like he wanted her to be completely naked and then had to come up with an excuse for why this was the case. It is like that. Yeah. So. But yeah, anyway, uh, I'm making my way through Metal Gear. See, that's something I just kind of watch at night, like a 20 minutes to a half hour. A little bit here, a little bit there. So, yeah, that way you can absorb it afterwards. You know, absorb all the knowledge you've gained. Yes, (laughs) it's just something like because I usually like to watch something at night before going to bed. So, Mm. and I was like, I'm gonna see if I can watch some of the Metal Gear because, like, I'm fascinated by that franchise, but there's just no world where I would have the patience for that gameplay. No, I bet you can get through one, and I bet two will be slightly more excruciating. three well, i still think is really good like just in terms of like because it's like a prequel and it's mm. just like it's very i like three a lot but well two i know is where like he did the whole like fuck you to fans so 
yeah people think that i i don't Mm. know that that was his intent but people just like snake too much i think is the Mm. moral of the story and he does make raiden like a little bitch for a lot of it so i don't know yeah but raiden is cool in four yeah he becomes a cyborg he is not in two he's just like a regular ass man and he is not cool really And then they like make jokes about how girly he is in three, even though it's like a different time period. There's like a guy that basically is him and they like make fun of how weird and feminine and girly. he. It's very strange. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Metal Gear is, a, is something else. Mm-hmm. It's much better than Death Stranding. That's uh, it's a low bar. That is a low bar. <laughs> I was talking to someone and they were like, yeah, I tried this game called Death Stranding and like, I didn't like it. I don't, I don't know why people are saying it's a good game. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, I actively avoided that. I didn't even, I didn't even touch it. Yeah. For a reason. I knew I would have zero patience for it. So. Mm-hmm. Where like Metal Gear Solid, like I have this like weird fascination with it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I. I had a fascination with it as well, but I liked playing it as well. So, well, like, but it's weird for me to have a fascination for it. Yeah. But I mean, that's one of those things where like they made so many of those. Right. So it's one of those things where like, even if you don't like it, you know, there's something to it. Like there were five of those games plus two PSP uh, more than that PSP Mm -hmm. games because there was Metal Gear Acid one and two as well, which is the card game. Uh and it's just like he kept making them and kept going and kept going. And it's just one of those things where it's like, why did this happen? Like what? Yeah. But they like, but then like, there's something about metal gear. Cause like, I have no interest in like final fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, there's been a billion of those. Um, well, but metal gear also is one cotton. Like it's one continuity. Like everything sure. ties together. And you're like, why, why did you do this? How did you yeah. do this? Like why, <laughs> why do the, the the basically like this the hack and slash ones are they like like metal gear uh revengeance takes place after metal gear solid 4 okay uh so i mean it's okay but the two nes games metal gear and metal gear 2 those those do matter in the grand scheme of life yeah i was thinking like revengeance that so that does fit in the story some way technically i mean like it you don't have to consider it really it did like it just takes place in a world after four okay and so it just is like a, a separate story more or less like the repercussions of everything before it matter mm-hmm. but to the story of metal gear it doesn't really matter so it's kind of like the netflix uh uh marvel shows yeah where kinda. like what happens in like the main cinematic universe affects those but like that really has no effect on Correct. anything else yeah okay. yeah interesting yeah. I have no interest in watching. I will, we'll get through one and see where I, I am. With I two. Know, dude, the last few cinematics of that game, I still think are insane. Where like the senator who really likes football, whatever. No spoilers. You know, he got to watch some someday. 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 I got to get through one. I just remember like watching those scenes and being like, what the fuck is happening? Who allowed this? <laughs> Konami did. Konami, yeah. Uh, okay, so I mm-hmm. played several things. I just, right before the podcast, I beat Deltarune Chapter 1 again uh, because my save 
was like two computers ago and it does mm. use your save for the second chapter so i wanted to be ready oh that makes sense um i could have gone to get it but it would have been way too much of a pain in the ass and it's only like two and a half three hours if you go slowly so plus i I mean now you're in the frame of mind and you're ready for the second one yeah yeah and i i never went through and beat the secret boss i did not do that this time either because he's very Mm -hmm. challenging but that doesn't seem to matter especially because it's in a chapter based structure i'm curious how he's gonna like do it so we'll see it's possible you don't even there's a very real possibility you don't even play as the same character in the second chapter so uh we will see because the cliffhanger at the end of chapter one is still boy so much could go on um but what i have been playing uh last week a mobile game finally came out in the u.s called world flipper and it is made by the people who make grand blue fantasy side games um Mm. and i in concept really like pinball but playing pinball actual pinball i'm so bad at Mm. but i always really like pinball video games but not ones that emulate real tables so like metroid pinball pokemon pinball kirby's uh, tilt and tumble or whatever the fuck the pinball one was called i really like those and this game is basically like those except that it is sort of an rpg with gotcha mechanics for pinball so like you have a team of three people and they have like an element and you level them up i don't know and you the ball never like falls down through the hole. It's just like you take damage if you go down there. So there's no like true loss state unless all your characters lose all their health. But it has more interactivity. Like when they're in the air, you can tap them again to boost them forward to do more damage or just get up a little bit higher. The, as you hit stuff, you gain super meter and then they can unleash super moves by swiping the screen in certain ways. It is weirdly compelling. And I'm having a good time uh, because it is just came out. They're giving you so much free currency that I have many good characters now. And it's called World Flipper because uh, the because flippers the, the, the flippers, pinball. yes. And so the World Flipper is like a weird pinball flippers that they get into and shoot themselves to other worlds. Mm. The plot is dumb, uh, but sure. you, you, basically it was their excuse to have a bunch of different worlds with all kinds of different character designs. Um, so it's just easy for them to be like, here's a character with huge tits for the Scotcha game. Mm. Or a weird tiger man or a dragon, you know? Uh, and it's like traditional gotcha where there's like two star characters or the worst ones up to five star characters. Uh, four star characters are pretty good, but in five star characters are like ridiculously rare. Uh, I didn't have any for a long time. Now I have six of them, I think. But nice. uh, yeah, I don't know. It's compelling enough for me to keep playing it. Like I, I had been playing AFK Arena for a long time. I replaced that with this because I find it to be more fun because you actually do something. And by do something, I use that very lightly. I'm mostly just tapping the screen to make them hit certain targets. Um mm. But yeah, I don't know. It's fun. It's made by Psy Games, and it's been out in other territories for a very long time. And I had been waiting for it to come here before I started it because I didn't want it to be another Grand Blue scenario where it just never comes out here. And uh, are you disappointed in the story? No, I mean I wasn't expecting it to be anything good. Like Grand Blue is an anomaly because okay. it actually has a very good, compelling story. Well, that's why I was characters. asking. Uh, made by the same people. 
Like, yeah. one has a great story, one does not. Yeah, no, I mean, it. I didn't expect a story about world pinball to be, you know, the best thing I had ever read. Um, and if you skipped it, you really wouldn't be missing out on anything. But I, I at least try to skim through it just so that I have some idea of what's going on for whatever. Uh yeah, and so I, I enjoy it. I have so, so many different characters. They definitely used... It's not like what it was at launch in Japan. They definitely have like a year's worth of stuff in it already, which is mm. kind of cool because I hate yeah. when you like a gacha game just comes out and then you hit the limit of what you can do like four days in. And they're like, oh, now the slow power creep begins. Pay us the money. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how uh, how long I stick with it, but I am having fun right now, so I will continue to do that whenever I am on the toilet. Oh, perfect. Yeah, perfect timing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for games that actually matter, Eastward came out. It was supposed to come out today, but it came out yesterday. It was weird. Uh, So I bought the Steam version. I have been waiting for this game for literally years. I followed their development studio, Pixel or however you say it, uh, on Twitter, the first time I ever saw a screenshot of this, uh, before Chucklefish was even their publisher, um, I believe they're from Thailand? I can't remember uh, specifically what country they're from, but their account never tweets in English, and I can't remember what language it is. Oh. Uh, but Chucklefish decided that they to pick them up and publish them, and I think that gave them more time and resources, which is why it was delayed like twice because uh, the the trailer for it that announced it was coming out on Switch was like January of 2020. And then they were like, coming soon. Uh, 9-17-2021 is not soon after January 2020, in my opinion. But that's why I think you should not ever be able to say coming soon in a trailer. I mean... 21 months i mean that's yeah less sure. than two years yeah sure 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 um but anyways i i do like it a lot and i knew that i would the way i would describe it and i had already played the demo so i knew what it was like and i knew i would like it but um it basically has the aesthetic and personality of earthbound Um, where it's like everything is like kind of quirky. It has very unique pixel art and it is a mix of like real modern day stuff and some weird uh, sci-fi stuff. Uh, Whereas the gameplay is more like Zelda-esque where you are, it's like sort of action-y gameplay and you are using that to solve puzzles. Like literally your your sword in the game, quote unquote, is a frying pan. Okay. Uh, and you just beat enemies with a frying pan, but you also get bombs very early on, and then you use your frying pan to hit them across gaps to blow up things or mm. things like that. Um, and I know from the demo that you also get a gun to like shoot across gaps and things like that. Uh, the combat is like not super deep, and I'm only like three-ish hours in. Um, it's kind of just mashy, but I am not necessarily there for like thrilling uh deep combat i i knew it would be like a more simple zelda style combat so right uh i like that and i do think it is maybe one of the prettiest looking pixel art games i've ever seen oh wow. the, the way they use lighting uh is incredible and like every still from the game just looks like amazing in my opinion um i saw people saying that like they are not enjoying it right out the gate. Like they don't 
connect with it. Uh, I did not necessarily feel that way because I know that it's probably going to have the same story structures earthbound where like the beginning is kind of slow and then it picks up over time because it's like a journey, like a 20 hour journey ish through, Mm -hmm. through the whole world. Um, the concept of it is you play as a man named John and their whole world is underground uh, because they believe that the above ground world is impossible to get to. And also they believe it's poisoned and like toxic or whatever. So they, all these people live underground, but they are forced to dig in the mines to work. And one day John finds a human girl in a pod while they are digging and he lets her out and then he chooses to raise her and her name is Sam. Um, And she uh, believes that she has seen the outside world and that it's beautiful and there's blue skies and green grass. And whenever anyone says they want to go to the world above or say they have seen it, they label them a fanaticist and basically like throw them in prison. Uh, a little intense. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, it seems like it's because the people in power don't want people to know it exists. I don't know. It's a very strange thing, but I got to the point where I am thrown in jail, uh, oh. and I am breaking out. And I assume I will uh, go above ground because I have seen screenshots of being above ground. Um, but I am liking it, and the characters are fun and interesting. The thing that I have seen that people are getting really stuck on is at the beginning of the game, there is a an arcade machine that Sam and her friends are playing, and you buy a memory card, and then you can play it, and it is literally a turn-based NES RPG that is making fun of Dragon Quest. Okay. And it is, like, really long, and you can save your progress, and it is, like, a separate turn-based RPG within the Zelda-style game. And I'm really liking it because like back then on the NES, they would always make all the dialogue like really flowery wording, but also have it be like horribly mistranslated. And this captures that (laughs) perfectly. And it is really funny, Uh, but they they all like it. And it is just like it is literally just like a turn based NES RPG. It acts the same way. Um, and so I, I've been enjoying my time in there as well. I've been trying not to spend too much time because I saw people being like, yeah, that's the only thing I've done for like five hours. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I haven't even played the game that long. And this side game is that long. Like, what the fuck? Uh, so <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. And I didn't even know that existed. So that was a, that was a pleasant surprise. But uh, yeah, I am having a good time with it so far as I knew I would as someone who enjoyed the demo. So I will continue to go through that i am playing on steam it is also on switch uh i think it's only on switch as well uh, i don't think it's out of ps4 or xbox yet i would assume there's like a exclusivity window or something but yeah probably i don't know uh and they did say that they plan on releasing physical copies at some point through i am 8-bit so mm. if that's something I am a bit is great with uh, that stuff. Yeah. So if that is something that you care about, which I've seen a lot, people recently have been like, I'm not buying this game unless there's a physical copy. And it's like, oh, that's weird. Like people said that about Psychonauts. And I was just like, really? That is that's weird. Um, I would like a physical copy of Psychonauts, but it's just because I like Psychonauts that much. So sure. Um, but I I wasn't going to not play it. You know what I mean? That's that. That's like not get an I, I am a bit release uh it may um because there are physical copies of it there was that if you back yeah get a high enough tier yeah but i don't think xbox would go through oh i bet they would 
You think they would rather than just do it themselves? I mean, they could do it themselves, but they would probably go through IM8 bit, so they would release the PS4 version as well. Well, couldn't they release the PS4 version and just? I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess they could. I don't know. Xbox will be on the box regardless. Sure. Who does it? So I I don't know. I would assume so because Psychonauts One has gotten several uh, IM8 bit releases. Oh well, never mind. Uh, and then the final game that I played for like 20 hours is Tales of Arise. And let me tell you what, this game is a Tales game. <laughs> uh, in all the ways Tales games are Tales games. So for those of you who don't know, JRPG, action RPG. Um, mm-hmm. But for the first time, they made it better. So they had been using the same trashy ass engine since like Tales of Symphonia on the GameCube. And you could see the limitations of it and you could see them uh, using the same weird stilted animations all the time. And this time they said, no, what if we moved it to Unreal Engine 4? And I say that was a good idea because it revitalizes it in a way that I never would have expected. It looks so much better than the one that came out like two years ago that it is insane. Like they were able to just do good things with the way the character models work, the way they were able to do like this kind of cell shaded filtering on the characters to make them look more like animated. Um, the animations are not stilted at all, which one of the first cutscenes shows you like normally the animations in these games are just like, Oh boy, you can see this animation is leading into this animation. And like, it's just like very, awkward and kind of stilted this it flows i mean unreal engine 4 has been used for years and years by many games uh and so you're like oh they can actually have like cool in-game cutscenes now um and i'm really liking that uh yeah i don't know and it before they uh, tales games started on a 2d plane um and then they gradually over time would be like oh you're on a 2d plane but you can push a button to go 3d Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't remember if Jillia and the several after it were fully 3D, but this game is fully a three-dimensional battle. And I didn't know how I would feel about that as someone who has is coming from the last Tales game they liked being the other way, which was, I mean, Xbox 360, which is insane. Uh, but I do really like it, and I think it transitions well over to this new engine. Um but like I said, it sure is a fucking Tales game. Like, I man, I don't know how long they can get away with using the exact same tropes for every single game with every single <laughs> character. Like, there's always a character who is like, I have my own motivations and I can't tell you about them, even though it would make life easier for all of us if I just told you them. But I'll tell you 40 hours in when it's too late and it doesn't matter. Or the person who is very clearly going to betray you the whole fucking time and then they betray you and everyone's like, what? And it's like, okay, this was shown like two minutes in, you dumb fucks. How are you all the stupid? And that's alive and well here. Um, One of the characters, if she said if there was a drinking game where you took a shot every time she said, my only goal is to take out the five lords, I would be dead. Um. And so, like, I don't know. I only have four characters out of the six you get. And I do think that they are, like, strangely more compelling than most 
Tails characters are, like, even though I complain about how tropey they are, they could go somewhere. Do I have faith that they will realize their full potential? Absolutely not. Do I have faith that they will deliver on the subplot where a lot of these characters are slaves? Absolutely not. Because they have the subtlety of a fucking jackhammer. So I don't know that it will conclude uh, as, you know, delicately as they would like it to. But um, I'm having fun playing it. It feels good. Uh, Everything is snappy. In the previous entries, when they were using their old engine, basically from the time of the PS3 games, you would go to an area. It would be this comically large, wide open field with nothing in it other than enemies. And it was just like, oh, this is terrible the maps in this are still kind of large, but they actually are like, they look like they have foliage. Like there are rivers and lakes and stuff. And like, it is compelling to look at as opposed to just like a wide, empty open field. Like a lot of the previous ones had. Um, So this is, they finally entered the modern age. Is this what you're telling me? So that is what I feel. And it is also, I believe it is the highest rated tales game of all time. Okay. Uh, It has an 89 on open critic right now. It's possible that it's only the highest by one point or something. Um, But I, it does feel like a modern age. And one thing that I think is an example of that is way more people are talking about this game and it already sold a million copies, which normally for a tales game would not be the case at all. Um, So I think it's cool and they maybe finally hit their monster hunter moment, but uh not, do you not, think part not of it at the same scale definitely because it, people like it seems like people are buying it and then getting like 10 hours in and being like oh no the tropey <laughs> bullshit is here and it has some of the stuff that sure. i didn't like about the old games but it is definitely better overall i think do you think what helps it is helping it part of it is just like it's been a weaker year for triple a oh it may so be just uh, so just like a, a bigger game on like newer consoles. And it's like, well, I got to buy something. Uh, No, because it does just it seems like the demo sold a lot of people like people just liked mm. the way you combo and battle and stuff. So, OK, I, I think the demo did a good job of selling people on it. Uh, mm. But the point, the it point is, in the demo is so late into the game, like it's got to be like 20, 30 hours away from where I am. So oh, that seems weird. And they don't give you the tutorials in the demo, really. So it's just like you're kind of like thrown in with literally every combat mechanic. And you're if you've never done that before, you'd be like, what the fuck? I don't. This is overwhelming. Now, is the Tales series a series where like you can hop in at any point? Is uh, it kind of like yeah, Final Fantasy? it is like Final Fantasy in that every one is a different world, obviously, other than the ones that are like Julia and Julia 2. Sure. Uh, I think there are only three of those. Symphonia had a sequel and Tales of Destiny had a sequel as well. So yeah, you can just jump into this one and, and go. Um, yeah, I find it to be, I find, I like it a lot. Um, I would have played it more if I didn't want to at least play some Eastward before this, because sure. I just, I've been waiting for that game for a long time, wanted to play it. And then I had to play Deltarune as well. So um, I, I would have played more, but uh, I do really like it. Um, it seems like our friend Nukio is really liking it because I have not seen him play anything in a very long time, but he's always playing Tales of Arise. <laughs> And he really likes the Tales franchise, so makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I got to ask him his opinions on it because I I bet he really likes it though. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, just the combat feels good. Um, it's definitely a lot smoother, and uh, you can do a lot with it. 
They made some changes to it that I actually really like. Before every skill you would use, which you're just using skills constantly in battle, would use TP, which are technique points. Now you just have like skills either cost like one action or two actions. And so you can just chain them together and it doesn't make you have to like restore your energy as often outside of battle. So it takes away a lot of the weird micromanagey bullshit. Um, the only the only ones that do take some kind of energy are healing so that you can't just like be invincible. You have to have a limited amount of like curative energy so that you're, it, it has no difficulty. But um, sure. yeah, I, I, I have enjoyed it so far. And like, I, I think it's cool that this one seems to be hitting more mainstream than previous ones have. Uh, and it, this one is cool for me because like I just really did not like the previous four games of this. Uh, the the director, I think, was taking them in a direction that I did not like at all. Apparently, the last one, Brissaria, people really liked. I just never got around to playing it. Um, right. But yeah, Gilia, I couldn't stand. Gilia 2 was even worse. And then Zisteria, people told me I should not play. Like when people who know I like Tales and like JRPGs are like, Manny, I don't play this. That's when you know it's bad. Like when Nukio and my friend Rob told me, hey, maybe don't play Zisteria. I was like, really? It's that <laughs> bad? Holy shit. Uh, so I just I listened to them and didn't waste my time with it. But mm-hmm. it's cool. It is back to a place where I enjoy it. And I, I think that's Good. I think that's cool for uh, the Tales team. So. Yeah. And uh, looking at my stack here. Uh, I have Deathloop, which is apparently mm-hmm. a fucking masterpiece. I have yet to play. I have WarioWare Get It Together. I have. Oh, Life- you haven't even touched that. Nope. I have Life is Strange True Colors. Uh, mm-hmm. Today, Toem came out, so I have to download that as well. I am buried in things that I would love to play, and I just like I'm trying to prioritize certain things over others, and I don't. It's rough out there, and I still I haven't beaten No More Heroes three. I haven't beaten Monster Hunter Stories two. Uh, I did not beat um, Disgaea six. I'm fucking. I'm dying. If you got more coming, I know. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, the judgment reviews are bumming me out. The, apparently, it's like fine, but people say it, right. it tries to juggle too much and fumbles mm-hmm. a lot of it. And I was like, man, what the fuck? Sega, no. Um, but yeah, that'll that'll be next week. Something else comes out that oh Kenna, right? Kenna, yeah, the same day. God damn it! See, I can't. I I like I literally I have a list on my phone of games to beat. I think there are two I'm gonna remove just because like I didn't like them enough to probably finish them. But I'm just curious what what uh, Chris Tales and I can't even think of the other one, so it must have been something. Very much. I really did not like, but yeah, Chris Tales left a bad first impression and I haven't played it mm. since the first day it came out. So if I was going to play something else, I would play one of these like six critically acclaimed games sure. I have in the stack in front of me. Uh, and to be clear, Judgment's still getting good rates. Oh, no. And I will play Judgment. No questions asked. And I will love it regardless. Because like, it, I remember when I looked like it's in like the 80s. It is in the 80s. Like, and that's what critics. I think is funny is like. Every game reason normally I like shitty games. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. I play I will play a high 60 mid 70 game because I just like weird grindy bullshit sometimes. See like those are interesting because they're it's one of two things. It's either like so generic that it's just like a painfully average experience or it's just like there are really interesting ideas here they sw- yes. swung for the fences. It, not all of them hit but there's some interesting things about this game. 
And like those are the games that like yes, those can become like critical darling or like not critical darlings, but like those cult classic be, type thing, like yeah. cult classic type of thing. Yes. So. No, and so like normally I will play a bunch of like games that have like a seventy in a row. Fucking mm-hmm. every game in the stack, other than No More Heroes, <laughs> which I knew would review review poorly, is like a ninety right. on Metacritic, with the exception of WarioWare. I think is like a yeah, seventy nine. But yeah, I thought that makes sense because like it's a lot different than the previous ones and people are being Mm. like kind of harsh to it. But I I I will enjoy it either way. But yeah, like Deathloop is a fucking 90 Psychonauts had like an 89 Tales of Arise has an 88 or an 89. Life is Strange did have like a 90 and then it tanked down to an 80 after more reviews came Mm. out. But I I still will enjoy that. Like Toem is getting mid 80s. Chicory before had high 80s like. Uh, judgments getting 80s like it, it's weird that i play this many highly like regarded games in a row normally mm-hmm. i'm like just like i'll oh, give shovel the fast food garbage into my mouth <laughs> but now all the developers i like are like what if we made the same thing you like before but it's better now and it's like which what is what you fuck? want you guys never do that for me mm. <laughs> so it's just really weird and like i wasn't gonna get death loop and then every review was like hey there's really something to this and i was like Mm. fuck why couldn't you all have just been like no it sucks Uh i wouldn't have had to see it because yeah the way people are talking about it i'm like oh i gotta check it out and now i'm upset because people are talking about the forgotten city like it is like some fucking masterpiece and i was like you can't make me play this i can't play it i don't have uh, my brain can't take it but yeah, like I was, it was Jeff Grubb. He said he thinks the Forgotten City is his game of the year, and I was like, no, no. And a bunch of other people were like, oh, this game yeah. is amazing, and I was like, <laughs> man, you don't have to play every. No, I know, but I want to play <laughs> these games. Like the, um, every game uh, in the stack, with the exception of Deathloop, sure. is something that I always would have bought anyways. Sure. Whereas Deathloop, I was like oh this looks cool were... and then the more they showed it i was like oh no yeah i don't like this and then the final trailer was like oh this is a good trailer and then everyone was like oh by the way 10 out of 10 and you're like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> yep microsoft really kill studios really killing it for playstation mm-hmm. <laughs> psychonauts and then death loop get it in there get them in while you can I don't know, dude. It's a good time for games mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. For, for me is what I'm saying. I'm very excited. So many things. Fucking Delta Rune comes out in 40 minutes. And I just bought a game. What game did you buy? Uh, Fist. That. Oh, with the rabbit, the Metroidvania. The rab- that also yes, got Metro- really good, weirdly good reviews. Yes, it did. And I saw that and I was like, oh, I meant to buy that like before the podcast and have it downloaded. Yeah. So I bought it. I bought it while you were talking and have it downloading. on my Yeah, I I uh, I saw that as well and was like, oh, this mm-hmm. uh, this looked cool. But it, to me, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, oh, this could go either way where it's like this will be a super generic Metroidvania. Uh, mm-hmm. But it ended up being pretty cool, it seems like, from what I have yeah. seen people saying about it. So. I read some reviews and I was like, all right, I'm yeah. going to. I haven't played a Metroidvania in a while. Mm. So I was like, I, and I typically like those. So I was like, I'm going to pick this up. Uh, so that'll be something I play this weekend. Yeah. 
So yep. So that that's cool. I'm glad. Yeah. See, I'll let you know and try to sell you on it. So you have another fucking game video games. Yeah, I was so mad. I like. Yeah. I'm so happy Deltarune got yeah, announced. Yeah. But then when I saw that, I was like, no, <laughs> I can't. Because this is one I can't not play for a little bit because sure, I'll get sure. spoiled on it immediately because the internet sucks. So. Ugh. But yeah, that'll do it for what we've been playing. I yes. have so many things to play, and mm-hmm. will continue to play them. So. so. Yeah. Yes, and now uh, that that moves us into our part three. It does. Uh, and I figured because Lost Judgment's coming out on Tuesday, mm-hmm. we could do a a top ten. Really, it's a top nine of all the RGG games. Oh, and we okay. Will, we will rank them, oh. and then eventually we'll add uh, Lost Judgment yeah. into the mix. So. Um, now, I d- do you want to make sure? Did you play either of the spinoffs of like the Yakuza spinoffs? The Dead Yakuza, Dead, Cell, Dead Souls, Dead Souls, and then also it was like Fist of the North Star. I did not play Lost the Fist of the North Paradise. Star. Well, I didn't play any of them. Okay, I would like so we'll to just... play the feudal Japan ones, but they never came out in English. So yes, I do know like there were a couple that were just Japanese only. Yeah, so. there was some PSP ones as well. Those didn't so, come out here either. We will focus on the main Yakuza. Okay. And then also add Judgment and then obviously Lost Judgment wherever that ends up. Okay. So um, <clears throat> I don't think this is going to take very long because we, we don't have to cut anything. Uh, but I just thought this would be a fun little thing to, to do. And I would like this to do this with more like uh, more studios and stuff. But like, yes, it, I figure let's start with this one because like, you know, we got Lost Judgment coming out next week. Is so. there... Where is this on the top ten? I top 10. okay. I do not see that one. Uh, there's top ten lists, and then there's top ten. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I was in the wrong one because it told me you were in that. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, I I there, as I said, like we're not really gonna be cutting anything. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we have Yakuza Zero. Mm-hmm. And then Yakuza 1, and I'm going to put Kiwami and 1 Yeah, because they're the same, essentially. Yes. Uh, Yakuza 2, Kiwami Only 2. Only one I have not played. Uh, Yakuza 3, Yakuza 4, Yakuza 5, Yakuza 6, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and then Judgment. Okay. Uh, so I, I would say let's start with how we normally do this, of just like, we'll just say like high, low, or high, yeah. medium, low type of situation. I think Yakuza 0 is going to so be So high. The highest, maybe. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Yakuza one. I would say low. You're thinking low. Yeah, okay. I like Yakuza one because it like sets the stage, but like I think it has aged the worst out of a lot of these. I thought Kiwami was pretty good. Kiwami was pretty Kiwami. good, and like it, it's weird though because like it was a famous. The plot was written by a famous Japanese novelist, mm-hmm. and. It just has like a different tone for a lot of it sure. than the other ones do, so it doesn't fit in as well anymore. I don't think. Uh yeah. I mean, like it, it was definitely like the tamest of them all. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Kiwami too. See, I, I can't weigh in. People do say this is one of their favorite ones, though. I I, I think at, at the very least middle okay. of the road. Sure. Um, I I might push for high middle. Okay. Uh, three. I I would say low. I would also say low. Even though it was uh, my first one, I would say low. It was really short. It was. Um, Yakuza 4 uh, and 5, I have For me, touched. I would say high for 4, low for 5. Okay. 5 is the one that's like a 50-hour experience. Right? Uh, yes. And like, 
I do. I love Yakuza, but there right, were points right. in that game where I was like, oh, God, no, please stop mm-hmm. with this. Um, and like one of the characters I don't really like that you play as and he never comes back ever. So it's just like very weird. So that's uh, Yakuza 6. I, uh, the boats, though. The boats. Yeah, <laughs> I think middle. I, I Middle? Yeah, yeah. I, would say the, yeah. I would say the middle. Uh, like a dragon. I know you really. I like really like game. this game. I don't. I don't know what I would say though. Like this is one of those ones where, like, I in the grand scheme of things, I don't know how I will feel about it. Like in the future, I did really. I do really like it right now, though. I mean, it's how you're feeling about it right I now. Guess. So well, hi, I would say hi then. Okay. Uh, in judgment, I'm thinking middle. Yeah, I would say middle. I think it, I love the story. I love but there the story. Were... There are some things that could be better. Yes, that I yes. hear might not be better in the sequel. Okay, that's you know, that's unfortunate, but we will <laughs> we will find out on Tuesday. I'd yeah, rather find yeah, out yeah. from myself. All right, so we have on the, uh, for the lower end, uh, Kiwami or Yakuza One or Kiwami, Yakuza Three and Yakuza Five. I think. See, like it sounds like you really didn't like Five. So like. Five is bizarre, man. There is that cutscene where they shoot rockets at Kiryu and he dodges them like it's the Matrix. <laughs> and but it it does go on for too long. And yeah. I I thought it was long while I played it. And then when the opening of six is just the ending of Yakuza Five and they give you all of the key information you need from five in less than five minutes, I was mm-hmm. like, what were we doing? Like, what were we doing here? You could have condensed this into a five minute cutscene, and like, it would have been the same. And it, it like forces you to do more of the mini games in a way that I did not enjoy. Like here, he's like a taxi driver for part of it. And you like, have to, you have to do that. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I do like mini games, but I would rather they be like more optional than like, no, you have to do this for a certain amount of time or whatever. So like I in I don't know if I would say that three or five is the worst one. And what I mean by that is like, I don't think any of these games are bad outright. Like I enjoy enjoy all of them, but five and three are very weak, I think. I liked three enough for it to not be the last place. Okay, then I guess I would say Yakuza Five is last place for me. Because like three, three has that like. This is just one weird thing, but I I love that wrestling sequence because it's like it's one of the best ref like just like it shows wrestling probably the best of like any video game I've seen like actual wrestling and like like, I I think three is also not that none of these are important for the story or whatever, but I think three really like characterizes Kiryu in a way that Mm -hmm. he was not in one and two where like he really cares about those kids in a way that is excellent. Although at the same time he does just kind of leave them I at mean, one point. You know, I try to forget about that part. <laughs> and you know, uh, maybe but, in the later games he just leaves them all together. Uh, so mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Uh, from so so you, I'm thinking put one at eight. Sure, uh, sure. I uh, one at three eight, at three seven. seven. Yeah, yes. like Yakuza one is what started this, right? And it yes, it is. It has an English dub. It's on the PS2. That is why it did not sell well, because uh, it's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with the Yakuza 2. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I would say. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, 
I, I one is just like the least memorable for me. It is, and they did add in those new systems because of Yakuza Zero, like the Majima Everywhere yes. system, where he would pop out yes, of random so shit. Yep, and I yep. did like that addition, mm-hmm. but uh, but like I, I just I don't remember a lot of the big story beats. Yeah, and I think that says. Well, just how crazy the rest of the franchise is, where that one just is a little bit more grounded. Yeah, so. I think so. Uh, and then at number six, I'm thinking Yakuza 6. Yeah, I would say Yakuza 6, because I do think Judgment is like a more... It's more ambitious. It is a more ambitious project. That That is for sure. And like, even though it's not necessarily the same characters, it is the same world. Mm-hmm. Um, and like... Yakuza 6 is weird because it was their first time on that new engine. Um, so, like, in some ways, it felt like the combat regressed. <laughs> yes. And that's really weird. And then they had to, like, build it back up again with, like, Kiwami and stuff. And now it's just a fucking turn-based RPG. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, Judgment will continue on from what that stuff was. Yes. So, uh, But, yeah, Yakuza 6 is, like, weird because it is the conclusion quote-unquote of kiri's story and like that's a big deal but i don't necessarily know that it was like the greatest conclusion (laughs) oh i just like i love that scene i love the scene with the boat the scene with the boat is one of the highlights of my whole life actually (laughs) i just remember like i for some reason i just i wanted to play yakuza 6 and people kept asking me to do stuff and so like i couldn't Mm. play it that much and i would have to like every time i played i felt like it was like really late at night and i was like half asleep Mm. and i just remember that boat scene coming up and i could not stop laughing i was just like no what what the fuck is this man like this nothing in this game so far led me to believe this would be the case of what the fuck was going on (laughs) <laughs> and like yeah i i do like i like a lot of the subquests in that the um onomichi the the weird orange guy this in the oh, sailor yeah, yeah. suit and he carries on to other things he he is in yakuza like a dragon um it's just that that stuff is funny and i like that people latched onto that um and i think that yakuza 6 added a bunch of good characters like i think that the mm-hmm. the plot line with um haruka and her baby headed for some funny scenes but also i think it was like cool you know oh, the football the football. <laughs> the football oh yeah you got if you haven't played the yakuza series you're missing yeah, you're out. Missing out. it's funny <laughs> and it has some weirdly heartfelt moments as well like uh-huh. it does both excellently i think yes it does it 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 bridges that gap somehow it just like it, it bounces back and forth and it just all works together yeah so um at number so five I guess this one would be down to you if you would rather yakuza 2 or judgment like because i i have kiwami 2 yes. and i would love i probably will play it someday that's one of the ones no that, you no, i will that's one of the ones that no, i would you go won't. back you've and been, play you've been saying that for like three yeah, years but it's four <laughs> years man it's fine it's not gonna no, happen i will play it just to spite no, you, you won't. now um <laughs> play it tomorrow no well, i can't do that yeah there's yeah. so many things i gotta play instead uh, yeah, I, that's up to you. I mean, a lot of people say it is their favorite Yakuza game. So I, I think I enjoyed. A judgment has just like I think it's Judgment has the best story mm-hmm. out of everything on this list. But I think I liked playing 
Yakuza more. I, Yakuza I think Yakuza more? Zero has the best story on this list, in my opinion. Mm. I love Yakuza Zero. See, like I, I, I'd love like a good like. Solving oh, I love a, a good solving a crime mystery. mystery. Especially, there's a scene in the courtroom at the oh, judgment. Uh, I I love the the places that went. Uh, I mean, zero and judgment. They're probably like story wise. I think they're at mm. least cl- pretty close. But I, I think I would put judgment at five and Yakuza Kiwami two or you know, Yakuza two Kiwami two at number four. Yeah. Uh, and then. I think we already know what's going to be number one. Well, so for me, the list would go like it is right now, where Yakuza Like a Dragon is three, Yakuza 4 is two, mm-hmm. and Yakuza 0 is one. Because, like, Yakuza Like a Dragon, we have talked about a lot on this podcast because I yes. I liked it quite a bit. And it is there, they pivoted the Yakuza franchise into being <laughs> a new genre. I think it needed. I it. think it needed that too. Which, but I do think it's still cool that like Judgment is will be being released to fill that like beat 'em up action mm-hmm. uh, yes. void that was left by Yakuza becoming an RPG. But like, it's cool that Yakuza like a dragon is like all new characters, but still takes place in that same world. And obviously, characters from Yakuza are fairly prominent. Well, don't say the same world because that it is a different city. It is a different city, but it is literally like it's not like the other characters don't exist. Like they, fucking the main characters of Yakuza, the previous six games are in seven games, are are in like a dragon in like fairly prominent ways. So it is all tied together. And uh, the way they set that up was like there could be a sequel that uses those same characters. I mean, we obviously know there probably will be, but they didn't have there didn't have to be. Like I think that game had a conclusive ending in and of itself. Um, whereas Yakuza Four was the game where they started having multiple protagonists, and mm. the protagonists that they introduced, with the exception of one of them, would be in every game going forward in very, very prominent roles. Uh, like you play as Kiryu, Akiyama, Saijima, and Tanamura. Tanamura was like a famous actor who played him, and now in. Uh, in the re-release of Yakuza 4, they had to change him because he like got caught on drug charges or whatever. So he just looks weirdly generic now, which I mm. don't like, but he had a very strange style anyways. But because he was a famous actor, he like never returned for anything else. Whereas like you play as Akiyama in Yakuza 5 and he is in Yakuza 6. Like You play as Sajima in Yakuza 5 and he is in Yakuza 6. He is in some other ones, you know, no spoilers here don't know if it's six or like a dragon who knows uh and yeah i don't know and like it 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 does a lot to like intertwine these characters and make the world even more diverse and complex than it already is like just how saijima is majima's brother how there is a prison break which there is in five and six i think I don't remember. Uh, I don't know, but there is multiple prison breaks in these games. Uh, So it must be four and five. But yeah, like figuring out what crime Saijima went to prison for is really cool. And then like when you break out and you're just like in the wilderness and you have to like hunt bears and meat to survive. So you don't like freeze Mm -hmm. to death and shit. It's super neat. Like Akiyama is like a lone shark and he becomes one of the most prominent characters. And he actually got rich because of the ending of Yakuza 2. 
because he yeah, he, yeah. he was a bum before that, and I think that's really funny. Uh, and then he like didn't waste the money; he like saved it and used it so that he could loan people money if they had a good reason for it, mm. which is really neat. Um, and yeah, then Tanamora was just a cop, and that was less cool. Uh, and then like five, I think tries to do the same thing with those characters, but it just doesn't work as well. And they add in Haruka as well, and her part I don't think is fun playing the same song over and over in a rhythm mini game constantly was not great, mm. but they also added a weird baseball player in uh, Yakuza five. And I did not like his fighting style at all, but Yakuza four is really cool. And like, I liked that they were able to juggle those four characters, even though the game is really long. Um, it juggled them in a way that I found very interesting, had a ton in it. Um, but then Yakuza zero for sure. I think like is pretty much without a doubt the best yakuza game um yeah it is what pulled most people in it is why the franchise Mm -hmm. is what it is now like it's why it actually is popular in the west um and majima was always my favorite yakuza character even before yakuza zero and then you play yakuza zero and you're like finally i get to play as my boy majima in something other than yakuza dead souls which sucked um and it just like it tells a great story like the I the way him and Kiryu became who they are for the rest of that franchise, I think, is done expertly, even though it yes. retcons a lot of what Majima is about in the previous games, because mm-hmm. uh, there's no way to really like do it successfully, I don't think. Um Right. But yeah, I, Yakuza Zero that has the multiple characters again in it, but it's just two. It's Kiryu and Majima, and I, I, I don't know. Like it, they do it very well, and like the the mm-hmm. mini games are good in that game. You didn't really, you didn't like the Majima. Uh, yeah, I did not like the ho- cabaret club. I did not like the cabaret club one, which they added. They brought that back, back into Kiwami Two. Yeah, I, I think it was Kiwami Two. Um, but I did like Kiryu's mini game. Uh, I see. I never touched because, like, his was just buying the the, oh, the, it's the real estate. So right? broken. It it's so easy because all you do is fight. So like, mm. it just you get money so easily, and it's I always get sucked into at least one of the mini games in these because like yes, in, in yeah. like a dragon, I got stuck into the stocks one, and I just did it until I I beat it like right when it was accessible, which is not what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do. And so I had way more money than I had any right having for most of uh, like a dragon. Yeah. Zero, I, zero and two. It was the cabaret clubs for me. One, I got into like the slot cars. Oh yeah. I never did any of that when I was, it was six. I really liked the mini game where you like create your own gang. And then there's like an RTS battle. Oh yes. Yep. I think that came back in Kiwami too as well. Uh, that was, was I think that one had Majima or would that might've been Kiwami two with the Majima. One of them, it was like all about Majima. Maybe that was Kiwami two. Uh, but yeah, I like I in six. I really like that RTS thing, but they all have a bunch of stupid ones. Like uh, judgment has drone racing mm-hmm. and it looks like in the new one, drone racing comes back. You can skateboard. There's a whole bunch of weird shit. It looks like in, um, and that but like a dragon they went off the rails like you collect cans in this weird game where you like yes. race around mm-hmm. with the cart 
there's all kinds of wild shit in uh in like a dragon um yeah because like there was a whole job like having different but that was all like tied to your class right yes mm-hmm. yeah he would change classes and stuff uh mm-hmm. yeah and it, like yakuza 3 has ping pong and it's very it's very weird maybe it's maybe it's four that has ping pong i was gonna say i don't think i don't remember any ping pong they do start to blend together a little bit. Yeah, well, because most of them take place in the same exact city, the same exact. <laughs> yeah, map. yeah. Uh, all of them, almost every one of these games has batting cages. Mm-hmm. I was only really ever successful in the batting cages in Yakuza Three and Four, mm-hmm. and then I gave up after that because it took too much time and effort to get good at it. Was it Zero that had the bowling, or you won the chicken? Oh, I did not do that. I think it was Yakuza Zero because, like, I remember hearing all about the the chicken, because then the chicken like runs your your real estate. Oh, that empire. is that is like a dragon. You get a chicken who can, uh, mm. you get you literally have a chicken that r- helps you run your businesses. That also happens, I think. Zero. Okay. Yeah. And just, oh my god! Some of those mini games, like the this one, carried over in a bunch of them. But where Kiryu uh, is like at the like sex hotline. Oh yeah, he, yep. he like whips the phone in his animation, <laughs> and then you have to like talk to the ladies, and then maybe go uh-huh. on a date or whatever afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yakuza Zero is the one that had like those collectibles, and then you could like watch yes the the, 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 the video semi pornographic collectibles. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, where like I remember watching one of them and it was a young Japanese girl on her knees looking up at you blowing up a balloon and I was just <laughs> like, "Oh, I can't believe this is in a video yep, game." Yep, that Yakuza Zero had that um, for sure. Uh And it had that what was his name, the creepy guy that like just hung out at those Oh, places. he is in a lot of them. I can't think of what yeah, his yeah. name is, but yeah, there's the dude wearing a a, a diaper, a diaper yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Uh, which was it like a dragon that had like where you walk in on like all the grown men in diapers? Yep. It's one okay. of the one of the side quests. Uh, and then yeah. you can summon the, the leader oh, of that gang in yeah, his, his baby clothes. Uh-huh. 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 So, yeah, so I, you know, I have faith in the studio, despite the fact that mm-hmm. the head of the studio is potentially being poached to a different company um Mm. uh yeah i have faith in the studio to do more good work so i mean they they really haven't had any like terrible games no and i i would guess that after judgment or lost judgment comes out they will make another yakuza game and it will be do you think it'll be like a dragon 2 like how do you uh what do you think they'll even yeah i don't know because they can't just like can they just go back up to six? Well, at that point, you you do eight. Well, I guess he wouldn't do that. I guess it would be like like a dragon two through six. I have no fucking or, idea. Yeah. Maybe it's just Yakuza with a different subtitle every time. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they finally just dropped the numbers. I don't know. Yeah. Because like they didn't do a number for judgment for lost judgment. That is true. Yeah. Maybe they're just so, way into subtitles now. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's not a subtitle either. No, I guess that is true. It's just called Lost Judgment. 
Last judgment. Last judgment. Jesus yeah. Christ. Now judgment subtitle loss. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a name. That is. Well, in fucking Japan, it's called Judge Eyes. Oh, that's better. Is it Lost Judge Eyes? I guess I didn't look what the Japanese name Mm. is. But yeah, Judge Eyes is a better name. And they were like, no, we can't use that in the US market. And I was like, why not? I'd buy a (laughs) game called Judge Eyes. That's fucking tight. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I just, this franchise is something else. Thank you to Hollywood Video for going out of business and allowing me to purchase Yakuza 3 for very cheap. Thank you to uh, Xbox Game Pass for having all of the games yeah. on Game Pass now. I, I don't know if Judgment's on there, but like all the Yakuza ones. Well, I'm, no, like, like a Dragon is on there, I believe, now as well. Oh, so, shit. I have, I've, I have had Yakuza 4 downloaded. I just yeah. haven't touched it. I bought the PS5 version of Lost Judgment. I no longer have their entire catalog on the PS4. Oh, That's no. so sad. I have literally every other Yakuza game oh. physically for PS4. I mean, that's all right. No, I'm going to buy Lost Judgment for PS4 now. No, don't do that. Yeah. That's stupid. No. That's stupid. You got to have it. Be- I mean, it's going to end at some point. That, well, that you, that you know of. Sega is a weird company. They don't know how to make good business decisions at all. I mean, maybe they'll keep releasing them on PS4, but then you'd have to buy them for both. Well, I mean, they get a free upgrade, so I should have just bought the PS4 version is what it comes down to. Or so you could just say, like, I have them all on the PlayStation platform. No, that's not And not, not spend. It's the same thing. No, totally different. <laughs> you're, just, you're just being stupid no. now, and you, you want to spend more money when you've already spent, like... Four hundred dollars this month on video. It games. will be that the PS4 version will be rarer than the PS5 version as well. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. It's like there are like five PS5s in Broome County. So. People have people have more PS5s than people <laughs> want to believe. There are six. I'm sorry. People spam. Are you releasing more PlayStations in every Sony chat? And it's like, listen, mm-hmm. they're the PS5 exclusive games are selling very well for what is out there so we all need to calm down i know you do not have one and that is sad yes that's all right i gave up and got a ps ps3 and i've been having a great time with that so uh and like all any multi-platform game i just get it on the xbox and i'm fine so like so like lost judgment i'll just get it on on my xbox and be fine Toby what? Fox is tweeting right now. Oh, oh yeah, because eight minutes. Eight minutes. You have done excellently to persevere. Once more, I thank you for your patience in these difficult times. It's happening. It's happening. My boy. <laughs> they go back into the dark world. Oh, I love Susie as a character. Anyways. Yes. Matt, anyway, we should we should run down this list one last should. time. So number nine is Yakuza 5, mm-hmm. number eight is Yakuza 1, number seven is Yakuza 3, number six is Yakuza 6, number five is Judgment, number four is Yakuza 2, number three is Yakuza Like a Dragon, number two is Yakuza 4, and number one is Yakuza 0, which I don't think a lot of people would argue that Yakuza 0 does not belong. No, I, I don't think so. Um. I'll be curious to see where Lost Judgment ends up in this list. I'm going to guess somewhere in the middle. I 
I personally hope it's higher than Judgment. I mean, obviously, uh, I would ho- I would hope that. Uh, it's a, but I think it will either be it'll end up being five or it'll be above or below Judgment. I think are the two places yeah. that would go. Yeah, that's that's where I'm thinking. So, so. we'll see. Uh, yeah, but with that, mm-hmm. uh, that's been a podcast. I will to be able to talk about more new games next week, unless I just choose to keep playing the same ones, but I'll at least be able to talk about Delta rune chapter two, uh, very loosely. Cause I'm sure it'll be filled with spoilers, uh, constantly always. Uh, but anyways, thank you guys for listening. As always, the theme song is sting operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band. You should check them out and we will be back next week with more hot video game action. Peace out.